The second section of Psalms, known as the Exodus Psalms, remind us that the God who redeemed us is still with us. In fact, He has promised to never leave us or forsake us. Today, we join Scott Pauling in opening God's roadmap for life. Find your place in the Word of God in the Psalms, and let's discover what God has for us along the way. Praise brings you into the presence of God, and praise also acknowledges the presence of God. We're in a little string of psalms here that are all psalms of praise, and we've come now in our journey to Psalm 68. And David writes under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Let God arise. Let His enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate Him flee before Him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Do you hear the key phrase, the presence of God? That really is the essence of Psalm 68. It's all about the presence of God. Oh, let me go further. That's what life is all about, the presence of God. That's what we have to look forward to in eternity, the presence of God. Friend, there is nothing in this world like the presence of God. And now there's a historical context of Psalm 68 that will, that will give you some greater understanding to this expression, the presence of God. Most Bible teachers believe uh, that it would be inserted in 2 Samuel chapter 6, just after verse 11. Do you remember when the ark had been carried away captive and then finally it's brought back to the house of Obed-Edom? And it stayed in that house for a period of time. And that family had such blessing because God's presence was there. Friend, if you want God's blessing in your home, get the presence of God there. Acknowledge the presence of God there. David heard of it and sent for the ark and they bring it back to Jerusalem. And you remember David rejoicing and singing and dancing and praising God. And some people mocked and made fun of him. His own wife didn't understand it, but David understood something. He understood that the greatest thing in life was the presence of God. That it did not matter who he was or how much material gain he had or what others thought of him if he was lacking in God's presence. But if he had God's presence, then he had everything he needed. All the provision, all the protection, every good thing grew out of the presence of God. And so David writes Psalm 68 conscious that he needs one thing and that is God's presence. Psalm 68 has several different people in it. And we could come at it from several different directions. It's one of the longer of the Psalms. It's 35 verses long. I hope you'll read it for yourself. For example, you can read it historically. I've told you already that it connects to David, but in its larger context, read all of Psalm 68 and you'll see kind of a, a summary, if you will, a synopsis of Israel's history. He talks about Israel's time at Mount Sinai and how God brought her through the wilderness wanderings and all of those things. So you can look at Psalm 68 historically. And when you, when you look at history, do you know what history says? History says that men come and men go, but the thing that continues on is the presence of God. And not only can you look at it historically, but you can also look at it and see Jesus Christ. You see, Psalm 68 is one of the psalms that is identified as a messianic psalm. This psalm is about Jesus. Let me prove it to you. Verse 18, 
Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. All right, that verse is quoted in the New Testament. And who is it quoted uh, regarding? It's about Christ, His ascension. When He ascends on high, He leads captivity captive. He, he receives gifts for men and He gives gifts to men. By the way, just a little parenthesis, the Bible says, for the rebellious also. I want to say thank you, Jesus, that you give gifts even to rebellious hearts because I know my own rebel heart at times. And uh, I tell you, friends, none of us deserve God's blessings and God's gifts. Thank you, Lord, for giving gifts to men and to the rebellious also. Well, this is a direct reference to the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he talks about the king here in verse 24, and he uses the capital K. David knew that wasn't him. That was the king that was to come. So when you look at Psalm 68, see Israel and see that the great thing about the nation of Israel is the presence of God. What has made that little spot on the map world famous? What has made that one nation, uh, the most blessed nation in the history of the world? One thing, the presence of God. And then when you look at Psalm 68, see Jesus. See, friend, it is Christ who brings the presence of God near to us. You can't enjoy the presence of God apart from the presence of His Son. We come to God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to challenge you to go deeper into Psalm 68. And when I say deeper, I mean by this, let it go deeply into you. Psalm 68 is not just about David, not just about Israel, and not just about Christ. Psalm 68 is about you. You see, when you come to Psalm 68, you need to see yourself. It, it has to get deeply personal. There's so many beautiful expressions. I wish I had time to talk about all of them. For example, in verse 5, he says of our God that He's a father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in His holy habitation. It says in verse 6, God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Aren't you glad God has set you free? That God has put you in a family? I love that expression, God setteth the solitary in families. You see, family was God's idea. And uh, you say, are you talking about my biological family or the physical family where I live? Well, certainly that's a blessing. That's a gift of God. But I think there's something even grander here. You see, God is referring to His people. You and I have been brought into the family of God. We, we're not part of Israel, but we've brought, been brought into the family of God. Uh, the day that you were born again, you, you received God as your father. You were adopted into the family. Aren't you glad to be a family member today? And there are things like that all through Psalm 68 that remind us of God's goodness in our life. And all of that has come to us because of the presence of God. We read the opening three verses at the beginning of our study today. Did you notice that there are two different uh, perspectives on the presence of God? On one side, you have the wicked who are fleeing from the presence of God and are perishing at the presence of God. And on the other side, you have the righteous who are drawing near and being glad at the presence of God. What's the difference? Well, your attitude towards the presence of God is in direct connection to your relationship to the God of that presence. You see, if you know the Lord and love the Lord, if you're right with God, you have nothing to fear. You can draw near to Him and you enjoy living in His presence. But if you don't know Him, or if you've let something come between you and the Holy God, then suddenly His presence is a frightful thing. Could I challenge you today to be sure you are personally right with God? And then, once you know that you are right with God, you'll enjoy His presence in your life. 
We looked at the beginning of the psalm. Let's end at the end of the psalm. Notice how Psalm 68 ends. It says, Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and His strength is in the clouds. O God, Thou art terrible out of Thy holy places. The God of Israel is He that giveth strength and power unto His people. Blessed be God. Do you see that Psalm 68 begins by bringing us into the presence of God and it ends by showing us what comes out of the presence of God? Let me show you what comes out of His presence. Out of His presence, He gives us strength. Out of His presence, He gives us power. So if you need strength and you need power today, what you really need is you need the presence of God. If you need strength for what you have to do today, if you need power for for the things you have to overcome today, then what you need is to get as near to the presence of God as you possibly can. Psalm 68 ends with these three words, Blessed be God. Would you say those words right now from your heart? Blessed be God. We've been studying four little psalms here that are a string of praise psalms. And in every one of them, we've learned something about how God has blessed us. But now uh, this little series of psalms ends with these words, Blessed be God. Would you bless the Lord today for His holy presence and for the strength and power that comes from Him? If you would like more information on knowing the Lord Jesus Christ in a personal way or more information on growing in your faith, please visit us at scottpauley.org. We would love to hear from you. From there, you may also download your free copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms to help you in our current study. We are praying that God will guide you today and that you will enjoy the journey.